0: It's mid-July, the corn's already knee-high, and if you're anything like me, The Long Nights really make you want to rewatch The Notebook. That's, that's okay, that's grand, there are wonderful storms and barns and pictures of Ryan Gosling, but here's a few other romantic classics you also love. And the films like them you might not have met yet. To start, we've got Dirty Dancing and Strictly Ballroom. If it's not The Notebook A Stormy July Night Makes Me Want, it's Dirty Dancing. Swayze, Grey, The Time of Your Life, maybe even a very pre-Star Wars Diego Luna if you stayed for Havana Nights. Uh, It's a bonafide cinema classic, one that, if you liked, could probably lead you to Baz Luhrmann's first picture, Strictly Ballroom. Based on his play, this is the odd Aussie picture that launched one of my favorite filmmakers. It might not have the glory of Moulin Rouge or the Jay-Z of The Great Gatsby, but it's got love and music, bedazzled dresses, and one mad hot ballroom. The beginning of the Red Curtain trilogy, it's probably necessary viewing for any fans of dance, romance, Lerman, 90s indie, or giant Coca-Cola signs. Next up, we got Grease and Cry Baby. I've never liked Grease. A lot of it's fun as hell, and that opening scene on the beach seems like one of the top three ways to spend a summer, but that drag race is just playing into the darkest parts of the youth culture of that time, bedazzling it like one of those ballroom gowns. I've never quite been able to say the music's either truly catchy or fun and even my 12-year-old self was off-put by whatever version of second-wave feminism that wasn't. Crybaby, on the other hand, is the grease we deserved. John Waters' 1990 follow-up to Hairspray, it's got leather and tattoos and camp and Johnny Depp galore. Depp plays a badass, possibly ex-con, high schooler, with the panty-dropping ability to shed a single tear on command. Travolta's got nothing on it. Taking the characterizations in Greece to their extremes and feeding off of the cartoonist images the 50s created for itself, Waters' film is funnier, smarter, more summary, more fun, and less known than Greece. But you've got to check it. We talked through some of this, actually, in our interview with Lee Grant recently, who happens to also be the mother of Dinah Manoff, who played uh, the pink lady Marty Maraschino in, 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 in in Greece. Three, we've got The Holiday and La Collectionuse. Um, So, okay, The Holiday's not a summer romance, but it is certainly one of the most beloved seasonally relevant romantic films of this century. And it's great. Jack Black's in it. Also Eli Wallach. Um, Though La Collectionuse doesn't share The Holiday's anthologized structure, it does share at least one of those premises. Two friends go to a house in the French countryside to spend a quiet month but to their surprise, their host has allowed one other person to stay with them. At first, one of the friends falls for the mysterious young woman, then the other. Betrayals and seduction and art collections abound in this Eric Romer classic that contains one of the most succinct and haunting portrayals of would-be idyllic summer I've ever seen in the movies. Now, granted, Romer has an amazing talent for creating total assholes out of his men, but, God, that estate's beautiful. From the way he segments the young woman's bikini-clad body to the pace he lends the protagonist's pretentious indecision around her, it's one of my favorite indictments of male romantic fantasy, because it totally lets me have my summer fantasy. Mostly. Four, uh, Lolita and Claire's Knee. Speaking of male fantasies, Lolita Lolita was dope. The Cooper Classic is the oldest you've probably seen it movie on this list, and even if you haven't, I'm, I'm sure you know what it's about. Uh, Claire's Knee is pretty similar. The male gaze towards adolescent girls, the questions around that, you know. It's not quite Kubrick satirical, and there's no Peter Sellers, but there are gorgeous mountains, deep bays, fragrant summer nights, and a whole lot of color in this Romer piece shot by Nestor Almendros. It's much easier to handle than Lolita. Also, and a bit more summery. 500 Days of Summer, and Summer's Tale to finish this off. 500 Days is a modern classic. I can still remember trying successfully, mind you, to sneak a chicken flak bread into the theater inside my yellow duckling umbrella one July at an NYU summer camp. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Zoe Deschanel, most, if not all, of the feels. The film famously pulls from and plays on the French New Wave that Eric Romer helped to start. From the split-screen staircase scene to the Carla Bruni needle drop, Mark Webb's pulling all kinds of things from the young men of the Cahiers du Cinema. Side note, Mark Webb directed the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man? Did he only get the job because of his name? Who am I to say? Homecoming was very enjoyable, though. A Summer's Tale was also made by Eric Romer, though it's from the 90s and not part of his Moral Tales series like the others. Now that I've written that, I see there's a lot of Romer here. But he's a master of summer romance and questionable young men. A kid on a school holiday waits for his girlfriend at the beach. He's just killing time, but of course meets another girl. And another. Where 500 Days is about the romance of true love, Uh, Summer's Tale is more interested in making the decision to believe in that at all. In many ways, they summon similar responses by playing on opposite ideals. Morality, seaside sexuality, and sea shanties swirl in this oddly lovely, small film. It's really a movie for anyone who's ever dreamed of falling in love on the beach. And then writing folk songs about it.